This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hello, Curtis. Hello, Maria. Welcome to episode 36 of the Team Lotus Cares podcast. So uh, we've had been having some guests. We had a great guest last week in uh, Titus Walker. If you didn't get a chance to hear that episode, go back and listen to it. This kid is, I, I call him a kid. He is, I think, probably older than I think he is. But He's amazingly intelligent. Amazingly intelligent, saw a need in the community, and has definitely uh, dove in to, uh, to take care of that. Um, we spoke a couple weeks ago specifically about chat GPT, how you can use it in your business, some things to be aware of. And one of the things that we keep seeing is, and even a lot of professionals are, are getting into this, that they say it has emergent properties, which means it's going to be able to create its own environment or its own life in talking about artificial intelligence in general, you know, whether it's Google or Microsoft, which is actually OpenAI, what, they, what they've put their money behind. But there was a great article in the LA Times. They pointed out a 60 Minutes article or 60 Minutes piece that they had uh, recently where they said that the Google artificial intelligence had taught itself Bengali. And this, I, this was also featured in the New York Times as well. And they went on to say that the language models that are behind this artificial intelligence could gain unexpected or unintended abilities, such as writing computer code. And so that's where I want to kind of clear this up. I've written computer code using chat GPT. I've been in a room when others have written malicious code with chat GPT. I have not went that far, but I have been in a room with uh, a couple of folks who were writing as a, you know, as an educational piece, obviously no one was going to go use it in a real world environment, but we were creating, um, and it was all of us. We were all kind of chipping in and helping them change some words here and there and, and fix the code. It didn't come out perfect, but we did create a password cracker that could pass crack a password. And so several of us were throwing out ideas and, and, uh, but it was done, but understand that it didn't, come up with that code itself and we we talked a little bit about this when we um a couple of weeks ago but it we really it when you're talking about ai it's just a collection of information and we're going to dive into this article but it actually makes a reference to sausage i think that's maybe why the article caught my attention i'm I, i'm kind of a meat connoisseur <laughs> well you know i think it's still it, it that human elephant that person you know Computers can only go so far. You still have to tie in the human elephant uh, elephant element of um, interacting with it. You know, and yet yes, there's a, t a ton of information that you know um, artificially compiles everything together, as we talked about in the last podcast yeah. when we spoke about AI. And this article references up to seventeen point five billion yes. different parameters. Right. So, in in, in that being said, um, yeah, it's amazingly intelligent um, but it's definitely not something that's going to create something out of thin air it just compilates information not tied to the internet as we previously said yeah and 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 that's essentially what this article goes into is that they essentially you're taking all of this if you've ever made sausage sausage is um, 
typically pork, but you can make sausage from various things. But let's take spices. The, yeah, and then you mix in spices and fennel and and things like that. And that's all that this is doing. It's all it can do is pull that information from what already exists in, on the internet that's publicly available. So if you think about everything that is publicly available, then it it's very limited in all honesty. I mean, if you've ever tried to research certain, I find this a lot in the computer field. If you're trying to research certain things, you're going to run into uh, a, a situation where you just can't get more information out of Google or whatever search engine you're using, and you're going to have to break down and go buy a book. And so those books, which are copyrighted and not available on the public internet, are not included in chat GTP or GPT or any of these AI natural language engines. And so th they're not really getting the best information. Now, I, I, I'm not saying this to say, no, don't use it. I'm saying this, don't fear it. Mm. It's not going to take over and get smarter and smarter. Yes, it will glean more information, but it's still going to be publicly available information. It's not a biological thing. Not a biological. Yes. Yeah, it's not emergent. The, the, some of the, the article uh, goes into, you know, that, that uh, you know, the Theodore Kim, by the way, is the one that wrote this article and really goes into, you know, he hates when they use the word emergent or learning. It's really not. It should, it, as perfect analogy, it is nothing but information sausage. To, to say the least. <laughs> and he also references that as like um, being in a hot dog factory and all of a sudden claiming that the hot dog factory has fingers and it can make fingers and inject them into the hot dogs. Yes, I, I saw that. That's that was a nice a, analogy. That, that was a nice <laughs> analogy. That just because you can make hot dogs at the hot dog factory does not mean that you're going to make... I think he's also a meat connoisseur. Finger. Yeah, meat connoisseur. <laughs> and he's also heard the phrase hot dog fingers. Yes. <laughs> which generally are found on bigger folks I, I used to have hot dog fingers not so much anymore but <laughs> but it, it, it so I, I like that reference as well but I you know I, one of the other things I keep going back to in my mind is that you know I look back on 50 years of history and Maria some history too and so <laughs> trying to be careful there yeah i'm being very careful but i look back on my 50 years of history i remember after 2001 uh 9 11 in 2020 and 2001 everybody said that's it for business travel no one will ever get on a plane and go to a conference again and then they said it again after covid well now we have technology and again, nobody's going to get it on an airplane. And go. We were just at a conference a couple of weeks ago in Nashville, largest conference they ever held. And I'm hearing, I talked to a gentleman last night and uh, I took some classes um, with a local security chapter and, and the uh, president was saying last night, he is literally doing five conferences a week in person, uh, four to five per week. Um, I mean, that was just crazy. I don't know how he does it and still looks like he's upbeat at 830 at night. But anyway, he it, amazing to me that, you know, when we look back on history, I'm not freaking out that AI is going to take everybody's job again. If something cannot learn, that's what makes us uniquely human is our ability to deduce and learn things. And AI cannot do that. This makes us better. 
I mean, it does. It's, it's a tool. It, it's like a shovel. Imagine if you had to dig a hole with your hands oh, or God, no. a shovel or an excavator. You know, so it, again, it, it's another tool that we can use in our toolbox, especially as business owners, people doing marketing, things like that. Speaking to a person that just dug a huge hole to put in a tree in her garden. She could have used an excavator. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then the other thing I keep going back to, too, is if, let's say, some sci-fi world things got out of hand and then the machine took off on its own and started generating something. I don't know. Even though I say it's impossible. If you still in your mind are worried about it, just remember, all we got to do is pull the plug. We just have to unplug it and kill the electric and, you know, whatever, the, whatever that looks like. But, uh, you know, even if it take over a data center where you just kill the power to the data center and, uh, you know, shows over. So. I envision that little boy from AI. Remember that movie? The whole world ended and he's still alive and kicking. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. So it, it's, you know, it, it again, it's not something I think we have to worry about. I tell you where you have to worry about AI. And it's just popped in my head. You have to worry about AI because it's a, a pretty good tool in some ways is that other people are going to use it and you're not. That to me would be, you know, you'll, you'll get left behind if you don't figure out, just like if you didn't know how to, how to Google something, you, you'd be left behind in today's world because everybody Googles everything. Yes. yes. So, so it, it, that, that's my thoughts. I wanted to share that. I, I hear a lot of people getting very worked up about AI. And so I, I wanted to leave fears. So coming up in the next couple of weeks, our podcast. So coming up next week, uh, we have a special guest. Rick Dallarada is going to be joining us from uh, P, uh, Jazz for Peace. And again, this is a unique story, but we're trying to bring you more unique stories and inspiring stories. And this is definitely one that will inspire you. So. That's, that's going to be coming up next week. And then uh, we have, in the future, another uh, podcast guest, uh, Richard Blank's going to be joining us. This guy is like a rocket <laughs> caught on fire. I, I don't know how to describe it. it his energy is amazing. His energy is just mind-blowing. And his, able, his ability to, to reference in our uh, interview, uh, you know, um, conversation, I, just amazing. So, so it, we'll have him coming Maybe up as well. Maybe he's got AI in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, he was quick on his feet and, and really, he, he's a fun guy. So I'm, we're looking forward to talking to him in a couple of weeks. So in the meantime, every Thursday morning, cybersecurity tips come from Maria. And all you need to do sign up is visit weeklycybersecuritytips.com. And uh, she'll get those out to you every Thursday morning. Just a nice little reminder of things that you should be doing to protect yourself in this scary, scary world. Well, that's it. Signing off. Thank you much. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.